Hi everyone, Air here. Today we have an amazing episode where I get to actually fangirl a little bit with you all. We're going to explore the concept of spirituality and music and how they come together with our relationships as well as being able to be in creative flow. With me, I have someone in the studio that's actually been someone that's inspired me on a daily basis whenever I'm feeling low or as an artist, not really sure what to do next. I have Joe Samba with us, a music sensation, a man that can play almost every instrument I can name, and a guy that I know is a great family man. Welcome to the show, Joe. How's it going? Thanks for having me. It's fantastic here. I know that I've been anticipating this episode for almost a year trying to work with your team, so I'm super grateful to be able to have you here. Yeah, I'm so glad it worked out. I'm really excited to be part of it. So I want to dive into it with you and kind of nitpick your brain a little bit. How would you define your music whenever you're explaining it to someone now? Um, I like to, you know, when I'm explaining to someone new, um, it, it's a mixture of kind of like reggae rock meets, you know, um, singer songwriter. I don't know, spiritual music. Exactly why I think you're having me on the podcast. So I know a lot of people are be kind of new to this. When I'm sharing your music, I always tell people that, hey, if you're feeling very low or if you're feeling like you're trying to get in that good vibe type of mood, this is the guy that you need to turn on. And when I first saw your music, it was during 2020, whenever the pandemic hit and I saw you go on YouTube. It was one of those like search engine type of things. And I saw you playing like maybe four or five different instruments. Have you always just been a music sensation or talent when it comes to playing all these different instruments? Or was this something that, you know, just became about like in the last few years? Well, I, I grew up in a very musical household. Um, my dad plays bass and all my brothers play music. And um, I, I kind of just had a natural, um, I was, I gravitated towards music very naturally. And um, whether it was guitar or singing is what kind of came to me first as a kid, I would always sing. And, but you know, my dad having instruments everywhere, my brother playing the drums, I was, I was, uh, exposed to a lot of different instruments at a young age. So I, I did drum lessons, took piano lessons, um, kind of taught myself guitar and bass. And, um, my dad showed me a whole lot, the circle of fifths, you know, every time we went to jam, it turned into a music lesson, but I, I kind of cherish those moments as I get older. And um, it's, it's really cool to be a part of such a musical family and be exposed to it as a young age and being attracted to it for um, for as long as I have. You have a little baby. Have you already started introducing music into their lives? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. My son, Salvatore, seems to have that same knack where... Obviously, he's been exposed to music and singing and my my music, and he's always he he learned how to unlatch the latches off of my guitar case, so he's already breaking into my <laughs> guitar stash. So, um, he he's definitely showing an interest, and in, and in, you know whatever his interests are throughout life, he's going to be two in about a month, and uh, you know I'll always support whatever 
thing he shows an interest in. I love that. He's like, let me start now. I can imagine him like getting at the drum kit and just beating all the drums as well. <laughs> oh my God. He he turns items in our house that aren't even really like drums and somehow makes them drums. <laughs> I love that. I am curious because I know that you're introducing music and I know that spirituality is such a big part of your life. One of the favorite songs I've had, I've listen to on repeat to where if it was like vinyl i would have to buy like multiple records at this point is how we do and then also create something so personal questions is okay how do you spiritually get in the mindset to be able to create such music i feel like it, it it's within itself um the mindset is just um um it, like the, me writing the music in the first place is a spiritual experience um, from the get-go. So I, I kind of use music as my outlet, as my escape, as my way to express myself and the emotions I'm feeling. And um, I feel like just the, the whole act of writing and performing is a spiritual thing for me. And to see it um, resonate with people, something that I'm talking about my own personal experiences, but people can relate to those same things and kind of get the same feeling that I'm portraying through my songs, which is a beautiful thing to start to see all over the country. And you just got off of tour. I actually think you might still be on tour. How are you incorporating the spiritual practices and you know, staying mellow, being able to do self-care, connect with your family whenever you're on tour. Well, as people can imagine, it's definitely hard being away for um, sometimes uh, a couple months at a time. Um, but uh, I'm blessed to have, you know, FaceTime and the, the ability to still keep in touch and see their faces every day. Um, but, but like you were saying, like how to recharge from that, because it is a rugged um, task to go on tour for that long and give your all to a crowd of people every night. And um, having some time off. I've been off since around Christmas, which is the most time off I've had in a while. So I'm. Uh, it's that recharge, um, that time to write new music, that time to spend time with my son and my fiance and... Um, kind of enjoy life day to day instead of worrying about what's coming in the next couple months um it's been nice i feel like you just touched on something super important on the day to day and how to be present in those moments and i feel like music itself requires you to be present you're not really thinking about the past you're not really thinking about the future you're just in that moment whether it's a positive emotion or emotion that we don't want so much. Like, how do you even begin like to walk through that process as far as, okay, how does Joe develop like his music theory? Does he start with the musicians, like with the instruments or does he start with the lyrics? Does it start with just an emotion or an idea? Do you get inspired by somebody else? To, to touch on what you were saying as far as living in the moment, um, I, 
maybe like five years ago, five years ago, I, I picked up this thing of taking a deep breath and as cliche as taking a deep breath, just take a deep breath and, you know, next thing, you know, everyone says, just take a deep breath. But it, it means more than just taking deep breath. That breath represents the moment. That breath represents that what you have control of right now in this exact moment, like you could, you know, my bill's due in, I don't know, 30 days and I, how am I going to pay it or whatever the thing is. I, ha I have a song deadline. I got to get my songs in. I still haven't written the rest of the album, you know, it, but like that deep breath kind of represents, all right, step one. Okay. Go to the studio, start this writing session. Step two, you know, go meet my family for dinner. You know, like that, that it's the little things that become the big things. And, um, for me, the big things is creating more music and, and expressing myself that way. And to put that energy towards that, even though it's been a little different since I've been touring full time and, um, started a family, my writing process has definitely, I've noticed a different, um, way of getting the songs out um uh spiritually and just you know in general trying to have time to record them um it's been a whole new process for me so um it's it's been a learning experience for sure i love that you bring up the breath and it's not just because my name is air <laughs> <laughs> i very much whenever I'm in creation mode or when I'm in my more masculine energy and I'm trying to build something is that breath is where we find our rest. And I feel like that's the moment where we channel things. We experience what life really has to offer for us. And we feel that connection, not only with other people, but with nature, with animals, with what we cannot see, what we can feel. Do you have any other Absolutely. spiritual practices? It, essentially, the end of 2019, the um, beginning of 2020, for a lot of different industries, but music in general was, you know, it was a way for people to still connect, but there wasn't really much industry happening. I couldn't play shows. I couldn't, you know, um, be in public to perform for people. And it was a really rough time. And, um, that's when I, when I kind of tried to figure out my own new way and uh, my own way of understanding me and what I'm trying to put out there. And, um, I, you know, I, I people have their own ways of, um, I guess, whether it's hypnosis or whether it's meditation, I would meditate, but I kind of created my own mantra with that, like that isn't quite a standard mantra for me. It was like, all right, next step type of like kicking myself in the ass type of deal, more of, um, mantra and, and, you know, it, it was, a, a, I was a little harder on myself to get through this next step. Um, but in a very graceful way and meditate on things my own personal way. Now you intrigue me, <laughs> I want to go down the rabbit hole with you. Is that okay? Sure. So uh, 
you mentioned you're like not a traditional way right this is not a traditional mantra I almost had to like kick myself into gear for me that kind of relates to embracing like our shadow self or maybe even parenting yourself and that is part of spirituality right absolutely so when you are parenting yourself or when you're like kicking yourself into gear can I know what that kind of looks like for you? Um, you know, it, it's more of like there's these tasks at hand, you know, there's these things that you need to do or even these things you're trying to achieve that you seem like there's obstacles that are preventing you from achieving them. And it's really easy to get your mind in the gutter and feel like you're not good enough. But like... You know, I I haven't been confident in a lot of different areas of my life. The only thing I've always been confident about is my ability to make music. And that's the only thing that I've always been like, no, no, I'm going to keep going because I know I can do it better. Like I, that's, that's kind of my mindset and, and self-parenting in the way of like, it's very easy to be like, meh. And like, you can express it to people and you have, if you're, if you're lucky enough to have peers that you can you know, bounce ideas off of or talk to when you're down or talk to you when you want to give up. Um, Sometimes it's not necessarily the thing you want to hear all the time. And to be able to find the ability to do that for yourself, um, I feel like has been uh, the challenge that I've tried to take on um, head on personally. See, I love how vulnerable you're being right now because... A lot of people, myself included, would find you through, you know, Spotify or find you on YouTube or, you know, maybe they get dragged along to come to the show, which I definitely have done that to a couple of my friends. I'm like, you just need to come see these bands. You gotta, like, yeah. gotta see this. <laughs> like, I know it doesn't really, like, go with my original branding, but this is the other side of air that you gotta know about. So, with that, like, you really dive into something I can relate with as being a creator, as being someone that I come from a past of like entertainment as well. And I was never really confident in anything except for the fact that like I can smile and I can show up and I can do my best. And yes, I'll give you that energy every single time, even if I, you know, I sing the note wrong or I say something incorrect or who knows, maybe I fall down. (laughs) Air belongs in the air, not on the ground. So with that depression and anxiety and that feeling of like just wanting to give up or being stuck is a very real thing. Absolutely. There's one song that you have and I was listening to it probably throughout December, because December was a little bit rough for me, Joe. (laughs) I had a lot of transformational, you know, maybe even a dark night of the soul type of like climax feeling. And I was listening to Mm -hmm. Love Boats. And you talk about depression in that song a lot. Can you share what your experience is whenever you are like going through the dark times? Like what that looked like for you? Um... Yeah, so Love Votive, it's funny you bring that song up particularly because, you know, it's not quite my most streamed song on Spotify. It's not like, um, 
this anthem quite for a lot of people, but but people who want to um, heal from something, you know, seem to gravitate towards that song, Love Votive, but Love Votive is my song. Like, that's my baby. If there's a song that I wrote for nobody but myself, um, selfishly, I wrote it for me, and selflessly, I want to share it with people that are going through something similar, which, you know, I went through maybe two years straight of just depression, um, of just having the, just the wrong mindset, thought process, um, about myself, about what I was going through, uh, the trauma that I was trying my best to get over, but like still didn't care about anything like that I normally would care about. And, um, at the time too, I was, you know, it was like I, I was mentioning earlier around 2019, I put out my first record, um, solo and, um, completely independently. And it ended up number one on the reggae billboard charts just out of nowhere. And it, and it was a time that was exciting and awesome. But at the same time, I was like the most depressed I've ever been in my life. So like, I couldn't really grasp that happiness. Like I wanted to, even though it was just like, wow, this is great. It was like, yeah, why me though? Like, yeah. And that song Love Votive was um, kind of, it was it was my healing. That song was my healing for my trauma. And um, it, it, it just, it's one of those songs that is deeper than a song for me. It's just, it's my, it's my uh, uh, entry in my diary to kind of, close the book for for that part of my life and uh you know since since then i've been able to do a lot of really great things for myself um for my my own happiness and mental health since and one of them was you know just that's change in scenery i had i had to you know just get away for a while i moved to key west florida um i lived there for a couple of years and made amazing memories i'm moved my high school sweetheart Olivia down and we lived in paradise together and now we have a beautiful family. We're back in New Hampshire and it's, uh, you know, the, the, there's something deep, there's something beyond the storm. And I, I mentioned it takes a dark cloud for your life to grow is one of the lyrics. And it's true. Like, like you have to go through that crap. You have to go through that mental anguish and, and you have to go through whatever soul crushing crap you have to go through and you have to do it yourself. And that's the hard part when you, you yeah. know, in, until you can grasp, um, within like what you need. And for me, what, what did it for me, maybe some, it's different for someone else to their process of, of figuring that stuff out. Um, for me, I'm a little harder on myself. I'm like, all right, get yourself together. Let's go. You know, that's more my style, but, um, I, I, I feel, you know, what problems I was going through, something that helps me a lot too, is, you know, my problems aren't honestly as big a problems as other people face. And, and I should be blessed to go through the problems that I go through, um, and have uh, a better mindset towards how to rid these problems from happening in the first place, whether it's mentally, mentally or spiritually or um, financially, you know, like you just gotta, especially having a family now too, you know, uh, it's, it's been a lot, but I, I, 
honestly the happiest and most driven and confident self I've ever been. Um, but it took going through all that crap and, and explains it pretty well in my song, Love Motive. I am so thankful that you wrote that song. You say it's selfish. And I feel like a lot of the things that we find selfish is actually the raw. It's the purity. And it connects people. Like the breath you mentioned earlier. That's the one thing, no matter where you're at in the entire planet, that connects you with other people. Is we all are breathing, trying to go moment to moment, figure it out mentally, spiritually, financially. And when you write songs like that, you know, your personal diary, I actually have my books that, you know, talk about my experience with being a human trafficking survivor and how I've gone from, you know, slavery to owning businesses and graduate school and, you know, being able to share. Those are very intimate, private moments, but those are the moments that bring true healing and transformation. So it will probably always be in my top three from you, Joe. And I just want to like thank you well, for that. I appreciate that. that. I want to get into a couple of questions because you seem like very much like I'm going to go and just conquer it. Let's get out of this mindset, move forward. Have you ever considered or touched base with like a counselor, a therapist, maybe even a life coach, or has your spiritual connection been through just music you know i um so i it's different for everyone like i was saying earlier you know i i did go to a therapist i went to a couple different sessions and you know what what a therapist did for me was make me realize how i can do this same process myself of yeah. of you know i not not saying i don't need a therapist maybe down the road in my life i i you know, I did get a lot out of the sessions, but the biggest thing at the time in my life, um, I realized is like, oh, like I can do the, I can be my own therapist. Like I just have to have the right mindset and, and kind of those, but I needed guidance from them in the first place. I, it's not like, you know, I'm not suggesting everyone should just try to try to do it themselves, but you know, it's, um, it's different for everybody. And, you know, um, I, music, like you said, has kind of been more of a therapeutic out, outlet for, for me. And I'm lucky I have that outlet. And that's why in my song, Create Something, I explore that avenue with just create to create and nothing else. And it's therapy all in itself. And um, for me, it's music for someone else and maybe some, you know, anything but, but whatever gives you this creative release and therapeutic release and um even if it's just listening to music i'm glad i could be the purveyor of that feeling through music which is really really fun to watch from a stage or from people's reactions on social media um it's cool to see <laughs> I love how honest you're willing to be with that because you could have been like, therapy is amazing or therapy worked out for me, but you were like, no, I went to therapy and I learned my tools. And with those tools, I know I can move forward. That is definitely exactly. one of the most honest answers <laughs> I've been given about therapy because 
I'm a psychotherapy. Like that's what we do is like a practice and mm-hmm. that's what I'm working towards. But I also know that I don't just believe in Western medicine. I believe in Eastern medicine as well. So we have the sacred mm-hmm. plants and I know that you partake as well. <laughs> and I know <laughs> that <laughs> we have, you know, different types of flows, dance and being able, I love yoga. Like there's so many different ways to release therapeutically. And sometimes sitting down with somebody isn't the answer. And sometimes sitting down with somebody and just learning the tools and having a couple of things in your toolkit to walk away with is exactly what's needed in the moment. I always tell my clients, it's like, hey, look, I'm not like a, a regular doctor or I'm not like a physician where you go and you're sick and I want you to be in my chair or I want you to, you know, be lying on the table, whatever it would be for months on end, because that means I didn't do my job right. I'm not a good coach in that type of respect. I want to just equip you with the tools and I'll be fine because, you know, if I did my job right, you're going to tell your friends. And I feel like in United States, particularly, that gets kind of misconstrued sometimes. So I want to kind of dive in to some happy stuff before I let you go. Tell me about this Don't Stop Me Now phenomenon that you just released. Don't Stop Me Now. So um, it's one of my favorite songs ever from the band Queen. And um, I always thought it would, it would, like any band that tried to cover Queen um, and do it justice, I, I would always just, mad respect just because it's queen um so it was always like a thing i've wanted to do was cover a queen song but it just made sense for don't stop me now because it's my favorite song from them but it was my go-to uh kind of like drunken karaoke night song and (laughs) the uh the reaction from like the karaoke bar um everyone always loved when i covered it and and sang it uh after a couple Tito sodas and uh, a microphone just belting it out. Uh, and, you know, it it just kind of made sense. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do, I'm going to do like a ska rock cover of Don't Stop Me Now. And uh, I did it just for fun. And, and you know, I got a lot of my, uh, my favorite musician friends of mine on it. Um, my buddy Justino did the ripping Brian May guitar solo and, Billy Cottage played trombone and keys on it. My drummer Dave Petty played drums, and it was just a fun thing to do. Uh, I, and uh, it seems to be going over pretty well. People seem to dig it. It's really hard to play live, but we're doing it. <laughs> do you have any tour dates that are coming up? Because I know you said that you're on break right now. Yeah, so I'm off the road right now. Um, come springtime, we'll be back out on the road. Uh, within the next month or so i'll be announcing a lot more um and if people are into it um you can see all my upcoming stuff on joesamba.com and um from merch to tour dates to anything and signing up for my email list will help that too and i'll definitely put all of that in our show notes and then i'm just curious i'll leave you with this like one tiny little request since you're doing covers these days (laughs) even if it ends up in my personal like inbox i'll be just as happy but i would love to see (laughs) 
My favorite song, my drunken night karaoke song is Drop to Jupiter. And I'm just curious how nice. you would put that together. <laughs> I could I'll do something. I'll even sing it with you. <laughs> Let's do that. You're, you said with... you're in Miami. Yeah, I will by all means sing Drop to Jupiter with you and... You well, know, let's, you let's, have a drummer named let's Teddy. Do, uh, like, let's yes. do drunken karaoke <laughs> drops of Jupiter. I am up for it 100%. Next time in Miami. <laughs> with that, I want to ask you, is there anything you want to leave our audience with that if they needed something as like a spiritual advice or emotional or even as, you know, a new dad, what would you leave them with? Um... Be yourself and stop taking yourself so seriously. And I love you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we love you too, Joe. That's something that um, I've like. I plan on telling my son when he leaves for school every day is be yourself, bud. Like that's what I, I plan on telling him. That's it. You know, just do you. Try not to stress yourself out. Just take on the day. One breath at a time. So with everyone out there, thank you so much for joining Joe and me today. Check out his music at joesamba.com. You'll have those tour dates coming up in about a month. You'll see those in our show notes as well. And if you want to find Joe on Instagram, you can find him with Joe Samba Music. Or you can find him through our personal Instagram at Air Kramer. Until then, 